Welcome back, randos. Hiya. It's a Phantom at Random. It's another Phantom at Random time. And, uh, Brian, today we have quite the episode, my friend. Yeah, we do. Uh, I'm very curious to see what you think because we're talking about Halo. Halo the series. Halo the TV series on Paramount Plus. Episode one has dropped. By the time, randos, you watch or listen to this, episode two may have dropped. But today, we are giving our random reaction of what we think about the series after one episode. Yeah, we're breaking all the rules today. We're giving the whole season just a rating right off the first We're letting our hair down. (laughs) We're taking our helmets off. Spoiler alert. Butt plugs out. (laughs) Uh, What? What? (laughs) Nah, in. You got to leave those in. In. But uh, we, uh, yeah, we've got a ton of fun stuff to cover today and a ton of not fun stuff to cover. Depends on how you look at it. (laughs) Yeah, well, let's start with the not fun stuff. We got to lead off with a fandom fatality. Oh, man, this is a tough one, yeah. Uh, Foo Fighters drummer Taylor Hawkins uh, dead at the age of 50 years old. That's fucking terrible. Um, I text you as soon as I saw this news, and I was bummed out. I'm a big Foo Fighters fan. I'm a big Dave Grohl fan. Absolutely. I mean, he's yeah. been a, you know, he's been a mainstay <clears throat> in the music scene since the early 90s, obviously with Nirvana, and you know, it, it sucks. Like he's had to go through this twice. Right. Kurt Cobain, I mean, like people have been saying, he was the drummer of a band who lost his lead singer. Now he's the lead singer of a band who lost his drummer. And Taylor was, by all means, his best friend for a lot longer than Kurt Cobain, unfortunately, you know? Yeah, I mean, 25 plus years, they have been pretty much best friends. And uh, Dave Grohl's autobiography that he actually released last year... um, which like the name is escaping me right now, but it's it's very highly reviewed. I recommend you check it out. But uh, he has so many blurbs in there, yeah, talking about how he met Taylor, uh, and just um, I think he would originally he was the um, the drummer for Alanis Morissette, yeah, when Jagged Little Pill something came like out, that, yeah, and they went on tour, and he he ended up meeting um, Dave Grohl. Was like, man, he's like, hey, <laughs> he's like, you're know, a great drummer, and like instantly they had the chemistry, and they were like, know, are we brothers? <laughs> yeah, and they were. I mean, for almost 25 years, yeah. like, it sucks, it man. Like, uh, yeah, it's, he explains how much of a good friend he was, and at 50 years old, the dude looked 30, first of all. Second of all, at 50, to die like that is just a tragedy no matter what. Yeah. I actually woke up the next morning, and MTV was playing music videos, first of all. I was like, holy shit. All Foo Fighters? <laughs> and it was all Foo Fighters, and you could yeah. just tell the reenactments they had in the music videos that the chemistry between Dave and Taylor was nothing to be frowned upon. It was amazing. Yeah, Learning to Fly is like one of the best music videos ever where they're in the airplane. Yep, as the um, fat women. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it was amazing. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a bummer and we'll have to see what the hell happens with Foo Fighters going forward. I mean, obviously Kurt's death ended Nirvana. Yeah. And um, I, I don't know. We'll have to see. They've been going for so long. I can see Dave Grohl just kind of being like, you know what? Let's just wrap it up. We've been holding off on doing it. We we should do a Studio 666 review. Yeah. Maybe in honor of Taylor. Yeah, because I got to watch it anyway. So Yeah, and it just came to streaming. So maybe we'll do that uh, in the next week or two. Yeah. But rest in peace, Taylor Hawkins. You yes, will be sir. missed. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> One more little bit of fandom random news. Let's do it. 
Let's talk about the slap. Yeah. <laughs> what did the five fingers say to the face? Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. That's what they said. <laughs> you do that not was... talk about my wife. <laughs> Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. But I mean, it, it is like, snapped. It, it is fandom news because I mean, celebrity scandals and shit, that's Dude, a fandom and it's Will I mean, Smith. Yeah, man. one of the most can, um, one of the most emotionally stable, supposedly, you know, not anymore, um, people in Hollywood blew the fuck up, probably because he's a cuck now and it just <laughs> blew out of him. But uh, <laughs> something was going on there. And yeah, Chris Rock got slapped by Will Smith on stage live at the oscars yeah over a over a joke that i mean yeah. it was in bad taste with you know jada pinkett smith you know, everyone keeps saying that i'm like fuck that dude some dude just made a joke about pete davidson's dead dad on 9-11 and he laughed it off yeah it's I, like it wasn't bad taste as, I mean, especially I compared to what chris rock has said and done yeah it really wasn't it was pretty pg he even said, even after the joke, he's like, oh, come on. That was nice. He, like, he took it easy on her compared to everything else. Oh, he took it like a champ. Yeah. I mean, he's coming out on top. Will Smith looks like a douchebag right now. There's some people defending him like, I wish my husband would defend me like that. It's like, you toxic motherfucker. <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith's also a piece of trash. She's yes, cheated. she is. She's cheated on him multiple times. It has been documented, and he's been dealing with that shit. So my assumption is everything just boiled over. He saw August in Chris's face, and he was like, yeah. I'm going to get you finally, <laughs> <Yeah>. you asshole. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, and yeah, if so you really I. watch carefully, Will Smith laughs at the joke, and then he looks over, and Jada Pinkett Smith's like, uh-uh. This is why I cheated on you, motherfucker. <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh, hell no. Gonna gonna get jiggy with it now. So you think Chris Rock had some fresh prints on his face after <laughs> yeah. getting hit that hard? And now my new favorite song is, um, what was it? Got in one little fight. My mom oh, got yeah. skin and said, you can't go slapping Chris Rock because your wife's got no hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Luckily, we're not big enough for Jada Pinkett Smith to send a hit squad after I us know, making like, fun of her. <laughs> do, we, do we know for a fact Will Smith is not going to see this? Yeah, I... I think we nothing's impossible but i'd say it's pretty <laughs> we're just gonna hear all of a sudden like <laughs> yeah. he's gonna run down the stairs and beat the Dude, shit out of us that i would pay for him to run down the stairs and come and slap us right now i we'd would actually too. blow up like <laughs> like holy shit will smith will. just smacked that shit will. out of us <laughs> you won't do it you won't you won't do it you cock nope. come on <laughs> we'll get chris evans our best friend over here that's Fight true <laughs> oh chris evans kicked the shit out of him yeah it, it is funny that he picks Chris Rock. Like, dude, you knew Chris Rock handled himself, man. He composed himself. He did. Because you know he wanted to blast off with comments because he goes, I could. And then he wraps himself up and didn't go anywhere with it. Oh, I mean, that's, that's props to him, man. That's like 30 plus years of being a prominent comedian and dealing with hecklers. Yeah. And dealing with all the bullshit. Smacklers. No, if, if, it, if it wasn't a comedian of Chris Rock's tenure yeah. that was up there, if it was just like a regular celebrity that had done that yep. and gotten slapped, I think I think it could have gone way differently. Absolutely. But luckily, Chris, I mean, let's face it, everybody hates Chris, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, uh, yeah, I think he's, uh, he's used to it. It's, yeah. And let's be real. If it wasn't Will Smith, the dude would have been arrested, been charged, and in jail by the end of the night, not given an award and a standing ovation. You know, I agree. <laughs> All right, Brian, what do you say? Want to talk Halo TV series? Yeah, let's get happy with it.
Master Chief. Order the kill now! <laughs> you must kill the girl, Master Chief. <laughs> the girl. Oh, let's Put her in the oven now! Jesus. <laughs> Why is Master Chief, like, all of a sudden of the Aryan race? Because he's... he. They took his helmet off, and he looks like part of the Aryan race, I guess. He kind of does, actually. Yeah, a little bit. I always hmm. thought that Pablo guy did. But pa anyway. Pablo Schreiber. <laughs> Halo right. the series. We're going to talk about Halo the TV series. So this has been uh, many, 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 many years in the making. Many failed attempts in the making. Mm -hmm. uh, we had, you know, Neil Blomkopf's, um, which eventually became District 9, which was a great film. Oh, right. But that right. was originally supposed to be a Halo movie series, uh, which failed. Uh, we, we've had... The we've Horizon had, of Dawn or whatever. Yeah, Forward Unto Dawn. Oh, was forward, it? yeah, Forward yeah. to Dawn, something So like we, that. we've had... Uh, there's been some animated shit. So we've had people dabble in the Halo universe, but... This was supposed to be the one. This yeah. is like, all right, Paramount Plus, they put all their all their chips on Halo. Yeah. And they looked at things like, all right, you know, let's look at our competition. So, you know, Disney, they've got the Mandalorian. Yeah. You know, Netflix, they're already established. They got their own shit. So, like, what, what can we get? What can we do? We'll get our own Mandalorian. This guy's got a fucking helmet. Fuck yeah. You know, so we'll, we'll do Halo. Hmm. Yeah. Halo. <clears throat> and um, I think that's a fair assessment. You know, the next big thing to go after for your own streaming service. Halo seems like a pretty fair bet until you decide not to um, go into the video games at all. Yeah. So there's, there's, there's going to be there's going to be spoilers as well. Randos. We should say that right off the bat. Yeah. But we're only delving into episode one. That's all that's been out. That's all we've seen. Everything else is going to be speculation. So mm -hmm. if you have not seen episode one, stop right now, come back, and uh, yeah, pick this up after you've seen it. Interesting fact, too. We have a Halo veteran over on this side yes. of the table and a brand new Halo fan over on this side of the table. So we got two different perspectives on this one. Yeah, and I mean, we've, we've dabbled in Halo Infinite mm -hmm. quite a bit since it's come out. We'll talk about that a little bit and how uh, it really did not play into this series at all. Yeah, I think it helped for me not knowing any of the story from the game. But right off the bat, I thought it was very funny that after this came out, uh, Paramount Plus, again, this is like their thing that they're yeah. trying to push. And it, Paramount Plus, it, they were like everywhere, every news article you saw, I don't know if they were paying people off, but they're all saying the same thing. This is the biggest opening for a show ever <laughs> yeah. on Paramount Plus streaming. <clears throat> well, guess <laughs> what? <laughs> They don't. They haven't had they anything have, else. Yeah. I mean, haven't had sure, anything. Sure, they've had some Star Trek shit. They've had Picard or whatever. But I mean, this that dwarfs in comparison to what this show should be. Yeah. And just to, to come out and say this is our biggest launch ever. They won't. They've had like two. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but it's de facto. It was going to be the biggest anyway. Marketing at its finest. It's something you can say while true that doesn't really have any bearing. So. <laughs> I mean, go about it how you will, but yeah, you're right. They had a few, they learned to crawl. Now they're learning to walk and they're congratulating themselves hard. So, <laughs> so we finally got to see this series, which, uh, as Brian mentioned before, before this episode came out, a very concerning bit of information leaked. And that was the fact that the showrunners themselves had never even played any of the Halo games. And didn't refer to them as much as I understand yes, while and, filming. 
And while 343 Industries was involved with this and collaborated, we have to keep in mind that you know, Halo at its core, when you talk about Master Chief and you're trying to make something, it's Bungie. Yeah. You know, Bungie was the original studio behind Halo back on the all the way back to the OG Xbox. So Halo 1 through 3, which were widely regarded as the best of the series. Bungie. That was Bungie. Yes. And then 343 took over and <laughs> and they redeemed themselves a little bit with Infinite. But, yeah. you know, it's got its own. It's got plenty of issues going on right now. Right. But uh, bottom line is, if you're looking for the hardcore Halo experience, 343 is not the people to work with. So they already had pre-warned us that this is a, I believe they're calling it a silver timeline, mm -hmm. where it's its own unique story and timeline within the Halo universe, and they're taking bits and pieces of the lore, kind of what Disney did with Star Wars and the expanded universe. Yep. They kind of said, you know, we're not completely getting rid of it. We'll kind of cherry pick what we do and don't want. But they've been, they've been doing the same now with this. And my God, they missed the fucking mark so badly in the first episode did they with with how with how they should have launched this and how they should have done it um huh. I, that's why i am super curious like because again this is me like hardcore yeah i've played the games i know the lore i've read some of the books and just and your, based off things i've heard yeah. from halo fans they're not happy um I'll get it out of the way and say right now that I was not angry at the end of this episode and actually quite enjoyed what I saw. Okay. Yeah. Um, there were flaws for sure, but I, I wouldn't say I hated it or even disliked it. Well, let, let's get into, do you want yeah. to talk about the casting first yeah, real let's quick? let's talk about that. Let, let's talk about some of the main casting now and we, then we're going to kind of get into some of the, the main plot lines and things that we either had issue with or we enjoyed yeah. in the first episode. So you got to lead with Pablo Schreiber. Right. I um the dude's size is already there. He's six foot five. Yeah, for a master chief, from what I understand, is supposed to be very big, very tall, and fast. Yeah, I mean, but Spartans <clears throat> are seven foot plus and they they can they did a good job of somewhat creating that illusion yeah. in the show that they were kind of bigger than they were. Um but I mean I, I will agree with you. I think that he did he did the best he could with what he was given. I and like him as an actor. I've liked him in everything I've seen him in. Yeah. So I've actually been a fan um, from the beginning. And when I say I'm not a Halo veteran, I barely even know what Master Chief's voice sounded like. Like, I, I'm starting off fresh here. But I will say his voice felt a little off from what you would expect Master Chief to sound like. It was the Mandalorian. Yeah. They very much were <clears throat> like, all right, this is what's successful in the Mandalorian. Do that. Give <laughs> us that because look at that's printing money. Right. And I I honestly when I first heard it in like the trailer thing, I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. After going through the episode, I had much less of an issue with it. It didn't bug me that much. Right. It didn't sound it sounded a little off, but it didn't bother me. No. But overall, <clears throat> um, the look of Master Chief, I mean, the armor looked badass. Yeah. I thought the Spartans all looked pretty damn good. They did. Um, you know, there was, we're going to talk about uh, some inconsistencies yes. when it comes to yes. um, CGI costume design in a little bit. Definitely. When we get into the episode breakdown. Um, and then other kind of major characters here. So uh, we had Olive Gray's Miranda Keys, which... They used her a little bit. Again, this is a character that was prominent 
uh, in the OG Halo series. Uh, and I don't know. They kind of made her seem like a big dummy. <laughs> like the way yeah. the way the way she handled that whole interaction with Quan, and like, yeah, that was that was not good. She didn't know where she was. Uh, Shabana Osmi as Admiral Margaret, who is definitely going to. She's coming off kind of as the antagonist yeah, right now. I already hate her. Yeah, I mean, Throw I think that's, off the that's part of that's part of it. But yeah, of course. I mean, let's let's talk about. There's really only a couple main characters yeah, we should really focus it, it on. Didn't so open up a lot in the first episode, so we didn't because we didn't see Cortana. No, no, we did not see okay. Jen Taylor. Yeah, that's what. I so thought. Jen Jen Taylor, that's the voice of Cortana in the games. <laughs> yeah, we're waiting on that. We've already seen snapshots <laughs> of what she looks like, which we weren't a huge fan of. But yeah. maybe it's going to look better when we see more of it. I don't know. Right. Um. So Yorin Ha as Kwa Ha Bu. Um. I'm sorry, Quan Habu. Yeah. And Quanabu. You know, she is without question arguably uh, she's she's almost a protagonist in the first episode. I mean, more yeah. so than John. That's how uh, it's the Master Chief. Off. Yeah. Uh it seems like they want her to be the protagonist with Master Chief as the proto sidekick. I don't and We're going to talk about that. Yeah. But I I didn't have I thought her acting was fine. Yeah. I really didn't have too much of an issue. She has some charisma. You know, I had much more of an issue with all of the kind of ancillary characters that were around her on that planet that she was on. Yeah. Um, which we're going to talk about that, Seemed too. Seemed a little uh, forced. And then, obviously, you had the other Spartans, which they haven't gone into too much yet, but they're, no. go they're going to. They're 100% going to. Yeah, because we have... Yeah. Is Soren 066 one of them? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. And then the the last one, again, is uh, Natasha Mecklehone, who uh, is playing Dr. Catherine Halsey. Oh, from um, Californication. I love her, man. I do, too, man. Yeah. Uh, she. Yeah. And her acting is good, and she was yeah. good in this. I liked her. She seems like, a, I don't know the story behind her, but she seems like somebody who might be on Master Chief's side, so... Yeah, I mean, the Halsey, way, the Halsey we're way. used to seeing, <clears throat> at least that we're used to seeing in the games, is uh, usually one step ahead of everything and everyone. Yeah. And she is like, she's pretty hardcore and brutal. Hmm. Like, And they, they delved into this a little bit, like talking about the Spartan program yeah. and what they go through. And they, they even admitted like they borderline abduct these children. That's how Experiment it came on off, them. Yeah. Make them the perfect soldiers. They wipe their memories so that that that's not a an issue for them. Right. But we're gonna talk about that. But those are those are the really like the main the Pretty main much. the main popular characters I think that we're gonna have going forward. Yeah, the ones that matter at this point. So now getting into my notes about the episode. Yeah. So my first question is: Who was the target audience for the show? I think it is non-Halo fans and maybe casual Halo fans. Because hardcore Halo fans are not going to like this show. No, they're not. Um, anytime you take somebody that's passionate about a fandom or really enjoys something and you take it upon yourself to completely just twist. I don't want to say twist it, but, yeah. you know, you already have... You already have an established canon and established established storyline that you can follow, and I understand like maybe you want to do your own thing. You don't want to completely rehash it, but to completely redo it in every way, shape, or form pisses off the hardcore fans. We see this happen time and time again. Yeah, 
But at the same time, I think it's also alienating new fans because they threw a lot. Like, if you didn't know anything about Halo and you were just going into this show, yep. they threw a lot at you. <clears throat> and that's why I'm I'm asking, like, as somebody that doesn't know as much about Halo as yeah. a hardcore fan, yes. were you kind of, like, scratching your head a couple at points? Like, first, like, what is going on here? The first half of the episode, I mean, I know enough to know that the um, Covenant is the enemy, right? Yes. In this, I yeah. know they're the enemy. They're invading at the beginning of the show, and I knew... Uh, Silver Team and Master Chief were going to show up because yeah. I know the basics of the game and I played a little bit of all of them. But for the first half of the show, I definitely was like, what the fuck? I was like that, you know, meme going around like the guy with his eyes bugged. Up. No. Yeah. But it was hard to follow. But by the end, it definitely is going in a direction that's like not deeply ingrained in the halo mythos it seems like oh yeah it, it's going on its own tangent completely and, and yeah, we're gonna talk the, about that by the end by the end of the episode i got more um intrigued by it and understood it a little better another thing i wanted to mention was so i we mentioned halo infinite how <clears throat> that's been your yeah that's kind of been your experience with halo so far and and for the most part the multiplayer was good but i mean it's still there's certain things it's lacking it's been buggy there's been no updates, which they need desperately. Yes. But how in the hell was there no cross-promotion yeah. from 343 Industries with this TV series coming out weird. with Halo Infinite? <clears throat> you would think they'd be all over that. Yeah. Um, anybody in their right mind, Fortnite, Call of Duty, uh, even PUBG, I think, did it at one point, crosses over with main pop culture shit. When you have the team working on the game and the TV show, that that was a missed opportunity. Yeah, it just it made no sense to me. No. Perfect opportunity. Yeah. Um and then again, I like why why they thought it was a good idea to deviate from the OG Halo story. I I don't know. It it just does not make sense to me other than the fact that maybe it's 343's own kind of hubris that they were like, "You know what? That was Bungie. We want to do our own thing, and we want to reboot it, and those games don't even exist to us, Well, which was a mistake in my mind. But I think it's also smart, because if you really think about hardcore fan bases like Star Wars, Marvel, Star Trek, and Halo, how many times have those movies, TV shows, games, whatever have you, hit it out of the park by trying to... um you know, attract the original fans the first try. Almost zilch to none. There's always the hardcore fans that complain about something that's wrong with it, no matter what. So to go with a fresh storyline, when you're not even trying to attract a hardcore target audience anyway, seems like the best bet to me. Because then there's nothing for hardcore halo fans to really complain about because it doesn't have anything to do with the games anyway and if they can make the new storyline good enough then all the new fans and the new people joining the halo universe will love it you know what this reminds me of this reminds me of cowboy bebop yeah the live action netflix cowboy bebop series that came out recently which we did a review on last year but uh good example you had the hardcore anime cowboy bebop fans anime came out or the live action came out yeah and again they adapted the shit out of it and it pissed off the hardcore fans and then 
the people that weren't hardcore fans actually kind of liked the show. Yeah. And they were pissed that it got canceled. Right. Um, I'm, I'm getting like very, a lot of similarities. I'm I seeing can with just this. see in the boardroom wheels spinning. Okay, we're not going to follow the games. Well, then why do we want to try and attract them by adding in the original story? Why not just go with something fresh because we're trying to look for a fresh audience anyway? Yeah. I can see the, the wheels spinning and why that would be a good idea to them. Especially when it's a bunch of showrunners and execs that haven't even played the games. Yeah. And, I mean, so far, it really, it's one episode. It's so hard to tell. Yeah. So far, I am not having a bad time with it. It's not a great show by any means, but I did enjoy it. So, saying it's not a great show, it screams generic sci-fi fantasy to me. Pretty much. I mean, it's just, it's insane. With the budget this show was given to be the the forerunner, pun intended, mm -hmm. if you're a hardcore Halo fan, uh, to be the forerunner of Paramount Plus's network, really, it it I think they fell flat on their face. Yeah, I I really do. I mean, they had they had everything. I mean, the Halo property they could have done so much with it, and uh, they didn't. Instead, we got, in my opinion, a shit ton of just <clears throat> pointless just exposition between characters like. Uh, with the UNSC and then uh, uh, going back to, um, what was the name of the planet? Uh, Madrigal. Madrigal. Welcome to the planet Madrigal. Mm -hmm. We're on our way. That was an Encanto reference, yeah. by the way, Randos. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't have children, so I haven't seen that. But uh, yet. yeah, <laughs> we're on, uh, so now we're on the planet Madrigal. And uh, where they apparently AK-47s are still a thing in the future. <laughs> yeah. You know, they don't have futurists. The Covenant are holding like instant like laser death weapons yeah and, and the energy swords <laughs> yeah so i i don't know what the hell was going on there um but i i mean it was like if if i'm if i'm a hardcore not even a hardcore if i'm a general halo fan mm -hmm. and i'm i know i somewhat know the property and i'm going to a show like this i only want to see one thing i want to see the spartans kicking ass a warthog oh we're on different pages <laughs> <laughs> yeah um definitely yeah and and i want to see just master chief being badass getting into a fight and just kicking ass for the majority of the episode i don't need all this pointless just drama and exposition between characters i don't give a shit about yeah they all died anyway so what who gives a shit like if they were, they were just going to keep one character alive, then we didn't need the whole 10-minute intro between the village and them taking drugs and everything else. We could have just yeah, got what was right the into with the, that? Right the, into the action. Too? It's like, oh, Quan, you're the best. You're so good at finding these magic mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, what the hell was all that about? Thank you, Tripmaster. Uh, I have no idea. That was weird, and I didn't know where they were going with it. And then everyone died. Well, let's get, let's get in everyone died. Let's yeah. talk about the battle on the planet Madrigal. Yes. So I will say at least they did not shy away from the violence. I was very happy with that. You know, I they, didn't expect any gore from this show. And they they gave us gore. Yeah. I mean, we saw limbs getting blown off, people mm. being vaporized. Yes, sir. Um, they were they kept it pretty graphic, which I was I was happy about. Uh, I'm glad they didn't Because they, those aliens wouldn't have scared me. But because they were searing limbs off and vaporizing people i was like oh shit that's actually pretty yeah pretty powerful and and i will say like like going back to like the original halo like the elites the elites were scary man yeah like when you were going in and then they throw the can the active camouflage on 
you don't know where they are and uh the energy sword comes out like they they were freaky <clears throat> right and i'm glad they captured some of that in that initial battle scene with them just going and laying just goddamn waste yes to these uh to these insurrectionist rebels whatever you want to call them <laughs> yeah uh, yeah their guns could not touch these no. aliens at all no act they have they have you know the active uh active armor yeah so i mean you're you're not denting that yeah so it was just a slaughter but i was bummed out because like the the cgi on the the elites of the covenant it looked okay so it, it wasn't the it first time we see them it's like it looks good but something's off and then there's certain points throughout the battle where i was like holy shit that looks good and then other points i'm like fuck that looks bad it, it was, was in it was really really hit or miss yeah there were there were a couple times too uh some of the weapons like i noticed with uh chief when he uh, had the assault rifle and like he dropped it you could very much tell it was CGI, <laughs> yeah. like to shit. Yep. Like it was just like it was floaty, like when it went down, and it did not look good. No. Yet, then you look at like the armor they're wearing, which well, looked really good because it, it did. Was, but when he was running, sometimes and moving, it looked kind of stuttery. Did yeah, you notice I, that? Yeah, I, that may have been intentional. Okay. Like they, because even in like the games when you see Spartans running and stuff, it, it kind of does look like that. All right. Because it's kind of the, the no man's land between human and robot. Yeah. So I, 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 I'm okay with that. Okay. I'm, I'm all right with that. But what I'm not okay with is, so you had the elites. <clears throat> Where was the other covenant? Where were the grunts? Where were the jackals? I mean, oh, the guy who go like yeah. this. <laughs> I I thought that was a whole different species of alien. I no. didn't even know. Yeah, no. So it's it's uh they're they're a collaborative. They're they're called the Covenant, but they're all they're all under the Cotler within the Covenant. Okay. So you have you know the jackals, the brutes, the elites. Okay. Which I think it's the Songhili. I believe they're called. That's their their actual race. But all right, um, and they're all they're all within the covenant. But I don't think a jackal would have fit in that scene. Like somebody just gets their legs seared off, and one of them runs up like. <laughs> well, those those are the grunts. Oh, okay. The the grunts the grunts are like the comic See, the my comic experience is showing right. The now. jackal would have been perfect though, because the jackals are usually like snipers. You oh, are they you, like the thin little raggly things, but yeah, kind of tall. Yeah, and they got yeah. like the spiky the spiky hair. So I yes. mean, like even like throwing one jackal in this episode with a sniper rifle taking somebody out, yeah, that would have been cool. That's a good point. But yeah. it was just all elites, and maybe I, there's. I don't know. A, I'm hoping, and maybe there's a story explanation for that. Probably not, but maybe, you know. Well, let's talk about the Spartans dropping in. How'd you feel about when the Spartans dropped in? That was badass. In? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's hard not to root for them. First of all, I thought they were like heroes. They're absolutely not, apparently. They're they're no. like mercs who are paid to kill whatever, whenever. They're not, so they're not mercs. They, they work for the UNSC um, based off of Reach. Okay. Which... I mean, it really comes down to they're they're kind of like the authority yeah. or what they believe to be the authority, you know, within the within the galaxy. And then you have a lot of these other planets that, again, if you look at Madrigal, they want their own independence. Yes, they don't want to be under the thumb of the UNSC. <clears throat> they're like, no, we, we're cool on our own. Okay, so they they're like, okay, well, it's either you know join the Pretty much join the 
the Empire or else. Yeah. So again, compare it to Star Wars. Like it's it, it's yeah. like you know you you, you either sense. join or you don't, and if you don't join, well, guess what? We're gonna send the Spartans in. <laughs> yeah, and but really, Master Chief shined like the other Spartans. I didn't see anything special with them. Yeah, I mean, and it that was, was the point. It's generic. the point, and whatever. It would have been really cool to see them as like a team unit, though. Fucking shit up. And not just Master Chief in the middle of a big arena taking out every elite that came his way. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, they... And it... Yes and no, because the whole thing with the Spartans is, even though they are a team and they coordinate, each one of them is a one-man army. Okay. And they were trying to cover a lot of ground quickly, but even then, like... I know they came in kind of at the 11th hour, but they didn't do a great job because guess what? Everybody still pretty much died. <laughs> I was going to say, even and, though they were badass, they were really late to the badass party. But, <laughs> but you know, they, they did a good job emphasizing, like, even when Chief earlier on, before he touched the artifact, like, when he saw Quan, he literally, like, on his visor, it just said, you know, it was like, uh, whatever, like, insurrectionist or whatever, oh, you know, yeah. gave the vitals, and he immediately disregarded her. So even when they were in there and they were killing the elites of the Covenant, they weren't prioritizing saving human yeah, life. Yeah, no, because it's like 122 dead, no survivors. And then he turns yeah. around and he's like, one survivor. And, and then, then immediately just, walks yeah, away. goes to his duty somewhere else. And that and that was that did a good job kind of setting up the shift we get later in this yes, episode. Yeah, which is all a, of a sudden the humanizing of the chief. Kind of what I liked. And I don't and I had a feeling I mean, I guess we'll get to it, but I had a feeling that hardcore fans would have had a problem with that part. A little bit. Yeah. But how how did you feel about the uh the first person shooter <clears throat> moments? When they went I think like, they looked when they went worse than the game. They, yeah, it didn't <laughs> yeah. it didn't look good. It did good. not look good. I thought it was corny. Yeah. I thought it was it so have you seen Hardcore Henry? Or yeah, like I, um yeah. Even Doom. Act of Valor or Doom. So all of them did the first person thing better than these guys did. It didn't look good. Yeah. <laughs> I Every time they went to it and you saw like it was like. Look away. <laughs> look away. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. It, it, uh, it, it did. It wasn't like embarrassing, but it was close. I yeah. felt a little ashamed. <laughs> Maybe for, like, yeah, like as a Halo like you, fan, yeah. like as a gamer, mm. and I'm watching it, and I'm like, and you know, there's like they, a board, there was a boardroom of executives, like, oh shit, oh this looks great, this is, this is gonna be so. Meanwhile, cool. all the nerds watching it are like, that's definitely a Series S being played on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's oh, only shit. he's only running a 1070, fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so, uh, uh, yeah, they didn't accomplish. They thought they did something, and they didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so another kind of cool thing that I thought was neat, we got to see high charity, which is really cool. That's pretty much the the capital, like the world of the Covenant, uh, which is a you see it floating in space. Uh huh. Yeah. You know okay. they cut to it, and uh, we get to see some of the high profits. Charlie Murphy. <laughs> 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 i've been waiting to say yeah. it all episode charlie murphy <laughs> not that charlie murphy but <laughs> yeah uh charlie murphy um the actress who portrays maki who uh she is playing the human that has allied with the covenant and you know this is so <laughs> weird this <laughs> is so weird based on the the lore of the games because the covenant are more so focused on fucking genocide. They want to get rid of humanity because humanity 
which they, they end up figuring out, which is why they want to kill them all. Humanity are reclaimers. And what the reclaimers can do, they can access the Forerunner tech. Okay. Which you see when Master Chief finds the artifact. Yes. And the like Covenant, they can't do that. They can't activate that shit. Okay, and we don't know what it te- technically does yet either, right? Besides power shit on and off. <laughs> I'll, I'll say yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. I, I know some of the other things the Forerunner tech can do. They're going to show you that, right. I'm assuming, in the show. Uh, but... You know, it, it, it was just so curious to see. Yeah, because they're like, they're like, the demon can power it like you. She's yeah. Like, like me? I'm like, like you. So, yeah, that seems weird. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm i curious to see what they do with her. And it will be cool to see more interaction. Like, if they're showing more of uh, of high charity, the high profits, the, the covenant lore. Yeah. That could be pretty, pretty cool. I'm really curious to see if we get to see the Arbiter. You know, are they going to send the Arbiter in at some point? Yeah, the Arbiter. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, will will we get to see some of these things? And I've got a couple other theories as we get towards the end of this reaction. Are we, we going to get the grapple hook, I wonder? I don't oh, know. Dude. I don't know. Be badass. Yeah, it would. Um, it was one of the best parts. Of, it, it probably is the best part of so Infinite. This is kind of where it took a turn for me, and I enjoyed it a lot more. When they got on the ship, when we started seeing um, High Guard or whatever you called it. <laughs> <laughs> High Charity. Dude. High Charity, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't on that part of my notes. but uh, Yeah, so Master Chief ends up finding the, the, the artifact, which is Forerunner technology, okay. which then gives him flashbacks of his actual family, which as a Spartan, all that shit's been wiped. So let me now just say. Now it's coming back. Is like... The original Halo game, very reminiscent of RoboCop because I was getting hardcore RoboCop vibes here. Yeah, it. Yeah, they they went full RoboCop okay. in this episode. So not the, in the game, but in this no, episode, not in the game. All right, not not in the game. You that don't make sense. You really don't get too much of that. I mean, it a little bit, but it was like full on the nose <laughs> yeah. in this this was blatantly robocop yes very like, i was honestly expecting like master chief to be like murphy <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly you have three seconds to put down the weapon <laughs> so uh yeah i i i don't know man but it yeah you know th- this was the turning point you know he touches the relic he gets the memories uh all that shit starts going on they end up getting on the ship heading back to reach and this is when Halsey ends up seeing, you know, she gets the footage. She realize, Halsey realizes what's going on. Yeah. And she knows that he accessed some kind of ancient technology. I, at this point, she may even have knowledge of Forerunner tech. I'm not sure yet. Either way, she's a little wet. She knows what's <laughs> happening. And she wants more of it. Yeah. <laughs> and so now I'm thinking back on my comment, and now I understand why she was on Master Chief's side. Like, protect Master Chief at all costs, because he's got the Destroyer, and I want it. <laughs> yeah, and at the same time, like, as, as, as fucked up as Halsey is and some of the shit, the very, like, ethically questionable shit she does scientifically. Yeah. Because she can. Um, you know, she does have a... She does have feelings for the Spartans because she almost views them as like her children. Yeah. In a way. Which is... Because she created a them. A very common theme in shows or storylines like this. And, and you see them hinting at... You know, I appreciate it. 
she even mentions the Cortana initiative with the Cortana program. <clears throat> yeah. You know, this is she's like, this is why we need to implement it with John and have them, you know, interface. And so, I mean, that is coming. Is that Miranda Kay's friend that died? Is that who they were like, oh, well, she should be Cork? I, I kind of got lost on that part. No, but I know the doctor is supposed to be Cortana, no? So in the games, uh, Cortana is actually based off of Halsey's pretty much her persona. Okay. And her mind. And um, and then it, you know, it, it, Cortana eventually takes her own kind of persona and form, but the, the basis of Cortana is from Halsey. Which is basically so, why we're getting like a Wish version of Natasha McElhone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible. That was so mean. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I take no. it back. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, we have Cortana at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no. Um, um, good. So, um, yeah. So, so we, you yeah, know, they, they have, he, Master Chief has the power and uh, he brings that artifact with him on the ship. Yeah. And then it, and then we get to see the whole scene with, um, again, Quan Ho. Yeah. Thank you, Quan. Quan Ho. We see the whole thing with Quan. She explains Master Chief killed her mother. And at this point, you can start seeing, even through the helmet, you can start seeing the emotions. Again, similar to Mando, yeah. what they do in The Mandalorian. But, you know, it, it, it keeps evolving. And then eventually, Master Chief gets a little blip. Like, it's like, oh, shit, you gotta kill gotta, kill Quan. <laughs> yeah. Kill Initiate Order 66. Kill 177 or something like that. And he's like, uh... And then she's like, oh, so what's going on? What happens after that? He's like, we're figuring it out. Yeah. <laughs> I love that part. Yeah. He just walks away. We're figuring it out. <laughs> but at this point, he's uh, he's blatantly ignoring protocol. Which, which is which highly he, unlikely. Yeah. I mean, highly irregular. Strange of yeah. uh, Master Chief. Yeah. yeah. Now, Spartan in general. Spartans yes. aren't yeah. supposed to be able to do that. No, they can't. <laughs> and... You know, they end up back on reach. They're like, oh, shit. They end up killing the oxygen, mm -hmm. trying all these different ways. And Chief ends up, he's like, all right, screw this. You know, they end up going back. Um, he And then this, this is the part that pissed me off. He takes his he's goddamn like, helmet. There's only one way for this to work. I got to take off my helmet. <laughs> even though, even though she's holding like a shotgun. Yeah, I know. It, it made no sense. Like, I guess you could write it up to the she'll only trust me if she can see my face type sure. thing, but it didn't bother me. I don't know the lore behind the not taking off the helmet. I know the Mando can't do it because it's part of his fucking religion and there's consequences to it, but Master Chief, if you want to explain to the newbies that may be listening... He's never taken his helmet off. Ever. What about in the books? No. Because I've heard through the grapevine that in the books there have been at least a few times he takes the helmet off. I have not. I, maybe. And not I have described not his book. face in great detail, but he has taken it off. So I, I have not read those particular books. Okay. It may have happened. It's just something I've heard. I don't know it, if that's considered like canon or not. Yeah, it might not even be true. It might not be canon, but that's what I've heard. And it's also tricky, again, comparing it to the Mandalorian, like where, you know, Mando never takes his helmet off. Yeah. But then you have Bo-Katan who will instantly whip the she'll whip it off <laughs> she'll, she'll whip, whip it, it off. off she'll whip her hair back and forth um you know there you know master chief is a spartan too is but there, there are the versions of spartans that are a bit more 
loosey goosey mm. with with taking them off. Mm. Fucking rebels. <laughs> um, is there a reason why he does? Because there's a reason for Mando. It's against the religion of the Mandalorian. No, he just he just never does it. Okay, see, so then I don't see what's a big fucking deal. So all right, so the whole again. Huh? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> he he never he never he never takes the helmet off in the games, and even going back to Mando when Mando did finally take the helmet off. We were like many, 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 many episodes in. Right. Before he did it. They blew their load in episode one. It's yeah. like, come on. Come on. You need to. Don't do that. Yeah. See, he blew in episode one. And then, and then the thing that pissed me off. Out about so it. then he, he takes the controls of the fucking plane as it's landing. Like, they're, all the guns, everything are trained on him. And he still doesn't put the goddamn <laughs> helmet back on. <laughs> It's like it's 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 all glass. I mean, it's kind of like and I'm everybody's flying playing. a plane here. I can't reach my helmet, <laughs> dude. It's like I it made I, that made no, no you're, you're sense. Right. Like if he had, I would have had less of an issue with this if he took it off. It was the humanizing moment. Yeah, and then when shit's hitting the fan, he goes, "Oh fuck!" and then puts it back on. Yeah, he does kind of relate that it's his um, lifeline, pretty much the suit and the helmet. So, yeah, I can understand the fact that when he goes back into the battle mode, he should have put it back on. But people are, like, losing their shit over this. And I'm like, is there a strong reason why he shouldn't? But there, it, no one can seem to answer that. Yeah. So then they, they, they completely deviate from the storyline, and they, yeah. make, they make Master Chief go AWOL. Yes. He full-on goes AWOL to help out Quan because he does not want her to die ends up touching the relic again and ends up pretty much sending out an EMP that knocks out everything on reach. Yeah, and then it, does it activate the ship he's on again yes. or does it like transform it? I couldn't tell. Uh, no, it, it pretty much activated okay. it again. And yeah. the, I don't know. Again, this is all new to me like yeah, based on the Halo true. lore. I don't right. know what is <laughs> going on with this relic, but it's forerunner technology. We know that. And... He ends up bailing, and now he's like enemy number one of the UNSC, which pisses me off. Well, let's clarify one thing, too. Forerunner technology. Did they explain that in the episode? No. Okay, so why don't we explain it for uh, us noobs over here? What is Forerunner? So the Forerunners are the... So originally it was the... And I'm going off memory here. I think it was the precursors were like the original race... Uh, or entities of the entire known universe. Okay. Uh, and then the Forerunners came right after, and they were the ones that were more well-known. They were the ones that created almost everything, all the galaxies, the technology, this or that. Got it. Uh, and then shit hit the fan. They got on and out. And that's when later on you had other races like the, the Covenant. Eventually humanity came in. Uh, but humanity, fucking humanity, <laughs> humanity is almost like a cousin of the forerunners, if you will. Okay, which is why they are called reclaimers. They can access forerunner technology. Uh, so all so of that like, ancient high end technology, humanity can access and use it. Okay, like the halo rings. So it's something I've been watching on YouTube lately, right? Ancient Egypt and how the aliens helped build the, yeah, pyramids, the pyramids, yeah, and all this shit, right? But it all disappeared in some kind of collapse. Us humans are kind of related to those aliens, and we can access technology yes. if we ever found it. Yes. Okay. Cool. That, that's, I can exact, get that, that's exactly what it is. All right. And get so, on board with that, and they and I was cool with cool with them doing that because like it 
that is. I mean, that is the lore. Yeah. That's what they're getting into. So um, <clears throat> curious to see. Yes. But I wasn't cool with them, at least in episode one. Like, you know, Chief is supposed to be like, he's humanity's like beacon of hope. He's this badass. And like, I understand they're trying to humanize him, this or that. But they could have done all that without him going AWOL. Maybe they'll fix it in episode two. Maybe. But it didn't seem like it from what I've seen. Right now, it seems like the entire military is like, holy shit, this is a high-end military yeah. asset we need to now take out or get back. Because it seems like the military will not take him back. But the special ops group that he's part of will have their own little thing. Well, you heard Halsey herself. She said she went right up to the Spartans, and she's like, said, disregard. Yeah, protect him. You protect Master Chief. Right. So it looks like and we're going to get... And the Spartans were on board with that. They're like, absolutely. yep, absolutely. And yep. they would have... So anyone pointing at Master Chief is not friendly. And, I mean, it's, it's like, yep. they mentioned it in this show. They, it's been seen in the lore. I mean, any Spartan is good for over 100 normal soldiers easily. Yes. yeah. So, I mean, they could have effed up. You saw them leveling their weapons. Like, absolutely. if they wanted to, <laughs> yeah. they could have effed a lot of people up there. So... I guess, yeah. I, I he, he might not get back into the, what are they called? The UNSC? Yeah. The UNSC's he will. good he races. Will, he will get back in. Yeah, but that special group he's part of with the Spartans and Dr. Halsey, I could definitely see that turning into a thing. But yeah, I mean, yeah. They, they have to. They left on a big cliffhanger. So Yeah, mm. they, they, they have to let him back in. And, mm -hmm. um, so a couple, like, things now speculating. So... The show's already been greenlit for season two. That's fucking weird to me. <laughs> um, and again, we're only one episode in. Yeah. But talk, talking it out, I actually have, I feel a bit better about it now. Yeah. Now, now that we now that we talked it out, I almost feel like this has been a therapy session for me. <laughs> right. You know, getting, to, getting another opinion. To I've, be honest, I didn't have any motivation to watch this episode. I knew we needed to because... We're a pop culture podcast. We need to talk about Halo, the TV series, you know. But I watched it, and I was like, okay. Actually, I wanted to keep watching it, and I was happy by the end. That's not to say there wasn't anything that could be worked on, but yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they do need to... I'm really hoping, though, that this can... This needs to pick up steam quickly. Yes. And I'm very curious to see what they, what direction they go in. Uh, in episode two and beyond, I will say initially what I've heard of, I, I know a couple people, uh, like angry Joe, uh, fellow YouTuber. Wait, you've known angry Joe this whole time. Well, yeah, <laughs> we're BFFs, man. <clears throat> but you know, they, they have, they have already seen episode two with the, uh, the press release uh, yeah, and yeah. they have said it is awful. Oh, um, really? Yeah. He, oh. They said it, it, it is. Is he a fan? Is he a Halo fan? Huge Halo fan. Okay. Gigantic Halo fan. Okay. So I, but again, I, I, I am one to reserve my own judgment. I will check it out. I think it drops. Is it Thursday? I think so. Yeah. Thursday of this week. Yep. So I'll wait and see. My, I'm curious to see like things I'm wanting to see. Will they introduce the flood uh, in this series? The flood. Yeah. If, <laughs> so Brian has no idea who the flood is. <laughs> Uh, Ooh, I thought it was a what? What? What's <laughs> happening right now? <laughs> so, uh, to me, if if they if they've already greenlit this for season two, uh, 
My assumption is, at least based on the viewers or the people that they've let already see the entire season, is that the show is going to get better as it goes on. Right now, it seems like they're building the characters. Yeah. They're, they're touching on the lore. If by the end of this season, they can do us just hint at or maybe even show the flood showing up, I'm back on board. Yeah. Which you have no idea what the flood is, do you? No. <laughs> no, I, no, negative. I've played the beginning of two and three for like an hour. I will give you a, and I'll give you a 30 to 45 second briefing on what the flood okay, is. And Randos, yeah. again, if you haven't played the Halo series, if you don't want to know this, tune out. But if you're curious, I'll kind of give you a, so the flood war, uh, when the forerunners ended up kind of like dissipating, going away. Okay. Um, their essence, DNA, whatever was left behind, it ended up pretty much mutating into what became the flood. The flood are the best way I can describe them is almost so the last of us, mm -hmm. like the zombies and shit and that. The clickers. The clickers. Yeah. Okay. That is the flood. Ooh. And they are extremely hard to kill. They multiply quickly. Okay. And um, they are, like, when they show up, shit gets bad. I can fucks with that. And, and they, they will just take over planets instantly. Oh, so hell like, yes. So this this is like, this almost becomes a, you know, in the, in the Halo games you had, it was all, you know, the UNSC, Humanity versus the Covenant. Then the Flood now, shows up. When did the Flood come in? The flood came in uh, in Halo Two, oh, I okay. believe. All right, on uh, Halo Two, when you I go gotta play these games on the MCC collection. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. again. This is all it's kind of blurring together. I think it's with three four three Guilty Spark, and you end up going to. I think it's the library. Fucking nerd. Um, I'm just trying to piece it all no, together, I, but I, I remember yeah. every fucking detail <laughs> <laughs> from the game. <laughs> I, I think, I think, again, it's been, yeah. it's been a long time since I played the OG games. But, it's all right. I'm glad we have a but, Halo fan on here for this episode because I am clueless. But, but I will this is say, like, dude, subject. Like, I'm clueless. Like, on. you're a horror fan. Yeah. When the floods show up, it is... It sounds... Amazing. Right up my you, alley. You are literally yeah. just running through hallways <laughs> to get out and they are storming after you've got a shotgun you're just trying to slow oh, them down shit, yeah and it is yeah. just an onslaught so okay if they can do this if they can get the flood by the end of this season or at least tease them um this series could have some legs and i after talking to you i i do feel a bit better about it okay well, that's um good. you know I'm, I'm gonna give it I gotta, I gotta stay open-minded. I want to give it a chance. Again, this is a random reaction. We're yes. not gonna give it a review score yet. No, but I would say you know, watch it. Form your own opinion, whether you're a Halo fan or not. Yeah, you may enjoy it, and uh, yeah. we'll see what the rest of the series kind of takes us. It's definitely one of those things. If you're a hardcore Halo fan. Chances are you're probably not going to like it, but it's worth watching the first episode. If you're not somebody who played all the Halo games and knows the mythos religiously, it's a fun sci-fi action ride, at least for right now. And it's I'm interested to see where it goes from here, so I'll be tuning in next time. Yeah. All right, Randos. Well, that sums up our random reaction of Halo, the TV series, episode one. We'll be back next week. Uh, man, there's oh, so yeah. much good fandom content yeah, on the horizon. Really is. Let's just talk about Elden Ring again. <laughs> and, uh, we'll come up with something cool for you. Yeah, we always do. We yeah. always do. But uh, fandomatrandom.com, like us, follow. We really appreciate it. 
Thanks, Randos. Take we'll catch you next bell. time. Later.